0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Canes are being linked to Marc-Andre Fleury. Guess who comes to town on Sunday with his Minnesota Wild? Flower. Mark andre is. Fleury. Should have bumped in with flowers by Molly. Sir- oh, that's besides the point. Anyways, I'm in. Give 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 me the legend. I am in. It is obvious that the Canes need to do something in goal. Yesterday we talked about it on the show. The news was kind of reported uh, that Freddie Anderson isn't skating yet. He has the blood clotting issue. He's he's not even out there working on the ice. That that means we're a long way away from him being ready. Right. The Canes have essentially lost the game of chicken with the blood clotting issues. It felt like when Freddie Anderson first went on the, the, the men, where he, he was no longer a part of the lineup because of the blood clotting issues, the, the game of chicken was, can we survive long enough? Can the Canes survive long enough with Kochekov and Ronta? Then Ronta dealt with what he dealt with and got waived. Then, then Kochekov, now he's hurt, and, and he's still working off to the side one-on-one uh, with the goalie coach rather than back in practice. So who knows when he'll be back dealing with concussion protocol. You lost, right? You thought maybe those guys could get you until Freddie Anderson came back. Freddie isn't coming back anytime soon, and those guys aren't showing the the, the dependency, the consistency needed to, to, be, to be those guys, to be the ones that get you all the way there. So now it's about how do you fix it, right? Because Freddie's probably a month away once he starts skating, which he hasn't started doing. And then who knows how long after he's back in the lineup is he back to being Freddie. Flurry's contract is up after this season. The Wild aren't going to compete for anything real this season. So they would love to get an asset back, I am sure, for a very late 30s goal goaltender who who, like I said, isn't going to be competing for anything this year with the Wild. And and I want to flip what everybody's saying about it. I keep hearing the oh, if Flurry wants to ring chase. If a oh, flower wants to go chase a ring, this could be an opportunity for him. Sure. Right. As I was reminded, we were, we were having a conversation off air with Adam Gold, who, who many of you know from the Adam Gold show directly before this one, every single day, as well as pre and post game for Kane's games. He's an insider. He's very well connected. He, he said, well, I'm, you know, Flurry doesn't have to ring chase. He's got three of them. Right. It's not like, uh, you know, he's, he's Chris Paul at the end of his career in the NBA going around thinking, I don't want to be one of the best to never win, win a ring. He doesn't have to cup chase he's he's got three of them Well I look at it as the complete opposite this isn't ring chasing by by flurry this is ring chasing by the canes yep this is the canes finally saying it's time because so many of the moves the canes make it's about you know extending the window opening the window setting themselves up for the next four years five years it's about making sure they stay a contender. That's not what this would be. This would be a move for the next six months. This would be getting a player who is here to help you win a Stanley Cup this season. And you may even have to send an asset that is more long-term, right? Send a pick, send a young player, send some kind of asset that is built for for the long-term in exchange for right now. And at times... You have to do that to achieve the, the the lofty goals. You don't want to be a team that was like, oh yeah, they were a contender for nine straight years. It might be, all right, they were a contender for seven, but they got a cup. Trade years to to go all in the year you think you have a chance. Flurry is not part of extending the window. He would not be a part. Uh, he would not help you two years from now. He has the fourth most games played of any goalie in NHL history. He's been in the NHL since I was in like seventh grade, but he is about, he is about, the move would be about going all in on this season. Try to hoist the cup. That's where I'm at with this. Look, look into your heart of hearts, Don Waddell, GM, look into your heart of hearts, Rod Brindamore, head coach, whoever, and say, what do we need? to give ourselves the best chance of winning it all. And and as long as you do that, I think you're you're okay, you know, resting your head on the pillow at night, right? You're okay win, lose, or draw. If you did everything you could to maximize the chance of a good team winning a title, you're fine. But now think of it reverse. Think of it if you don't make a big move for a goalie. You don't. This opportunity literally comes into your building on Sunday, and you don't make that opportunity. You don't take it. You don't grasp it. Then you, you know, say you're a second-round exit. Say, I mean, you're hanging on by a thread with the goalies right now. Say Kochakov gets hurt again. Say Ronta gets the yips again. Say Freddie doesn't come back. Right, any of any of those scenarios happen, you're gonna be sitting there hitting yourself going, I wish we would have done XYZ. I wish we would have pulled the metaphorical trigger on a Marc Andre Flurry deal. It it's it's I guess you could call it ring chasing for for the player. Maybe he wants a fourth. Maybe it's it's you know, uh, you know, once go out on top. Yeah, maybe it's like once you've skydived, uh, you know, jumping off the 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 highest, uh, diving board at the pool doesn't really get your juices flowing anymore. So for him, it's like, if the, if a cup's not on the line, I don't even see why we're doing it. So, so maybe he has to go join a contender just to get his yaya's out, get his adrenaline pumping. Maybe he does want to ring chase. I know the Canes are going to have to pick a year where they ring chase, right? It's, it's why, if you go back to the preseason, right. And we have receipts uh, on this show, you can go back to the preseason and I was pushing, It's Stanley Cup or bust, right? It's all in or all out. It's Stanley Cup or bust. I was pushing it then because I do feel at a certain point you have to do it. You know, I I oftentimes go cross cross sport with my analogies. Like, you know, it does feel like uh, the Titans are coming out on the other side of, Hey, they made an AFC Championship game. Hey, they were always pretty good. Hey, they leaned on Derrick Henry. They had like a five-year run where they were pretty good. And I'm going at any point in time in any of those years, did it feel like they pushed their chips into the middle and went for it, or were they just content being pretty solid? I know you brought the situation or you brought the scenario related to NFL or football, how it's kind of similar to Carson Wentz with the Philadelphia Eagles or uh, Jared Goff with the the Rams. Or I would say, you're ready for state fans a little closer to home, um, some of the Phillip Rivers Chargers teams, like after – early in his career, there was a Ladanian Tomlinson year where it did feel like they were the best team in the league and they just came up short. But for the last, like, 10 years of Phillip Rivers, it felt like they were good. They were in every game. He always had the ball down four with 80 seconds left, but they were never really a Super Bowl contender because they, they never really went all in. I don't want that to be the fate of the Carolina Hurricanes. I want them to go all in. You won the Metropolitan each of the last 2 years, right? You're 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 pretty good. You're pretty good. At a certain point try to go all in from pretty good to great. And I think Ma- Marc-Andre Fleury could be that. Or again, I mean, he's, is he the only goalie available? No, I think he makes sense because of the expiring contract, because of his age, because of where the wild are and because of his experience in gigantic games. I think, uh, you know, heck being around him for six months might really help coach So maybe there is a, a long-term, uh, impact on the franchise when coach you know, 10 years from now, after hoisting his fourth cup is like, I'll always remember what the what flower told me. Maybe there is that, but, but, all I know is is focusing on this year, you're going to be kicking yourself if you don't solve the goalie situation and and, and you don't get lucky, uh, right? Because lucky would be Anderson gets healthy right before the playoffs and, and stands on his head for the whole run. But if you don't get lucky and you don't solve the, the goalie situation, you're never going to forgive yourself if you feel like that's the reason why this year's team didn't win a cup, especially with so many players on on the last year of their contracts. they got a whole bunch of them. Beloved fan, guy, uh, fan favorites on the last year of their contract. You don't want to waste that. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the triangle dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. You know what? Ready for this transition? This is the, 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 the segue here. Uh, you know how I want the Canes to attack this season? I want the Canes to attack this season with the, the fervor and fury that – Florida State and the Atlantic Coast Conference are attacking each other when it comes to the grant of rights. They hate each other. And more is coming out by the day. The ACC and Florida State hate each other. They're stuck to each other. And and now they're just about making life miserable. The ACC is filing more complaints in court against Florida State. The AC- I'll give you some details. This is all from uh, reporting done by, by Pete Thamel. Uh, the ACC's amended complaint portends the league's legal strategy, which reinforces how Florida State was a willing participant in agreeing to the grant of rights uh, that it's now trying to legally unwind from. Florida State has estimated it would cost more than a half a billion dollars to leave the ACC without some type of legal win or settlement. Basically, The ACC is trying to drag this bad boy out in court. They also don't want Florida State to have any school officials and conference leadership positions because they believe grant of rights and and contracts have been violated by Florida State, which means they don't want things like Florida State President Richard McCullough being on the ACC's board of directors. They're trying to legally get him removed from that. Here's the line I want to focus on, though. This is, again, from an ESPN.com article. Direct quote. The ACC Florida State going at it here's a a comment in the ACC or the ESPN article. If the entire legal process plays out, it's expected to take years. The next key date is February 16th when both sides have agreed to respond to the initial fi- filings end of uh, end of excerpt This is a movie trope. This is a uh like a cheesy courtroom arguing law television trope it's the movie trope where the the big bad bullies or the the rich or the determined depending on whether they're the protagonist or the antagonist in, in the the story right either the determined scrappy lawyer or the the mean corporate the man lawyer looks across the way and says if you want to bring that noise, I'll tie this thing up in litigation until your grandkids are in a nursing home. Your kids' kids' kids are going to be paying legal fees, defending yourself. I don't care if I win or lose. I'm just going to tie it up in court so long that you'll never work another case in this business. That's what it is. That's what it is. This is the ACC saying, we're just going to find a new thing to file against Florida State every six weeks until one of us gets tired. This is a rope dope and this is Florida State saying, all right, two can play at that game. We'll fire back with lawsuits and complaints and filings of our own and, and, and buckle up. You're going to have to spend a lot of money because Florida State believes at the end there's a pot of gold for them that they'll be able to borrow from to pay off everything that they've spent, which would be Big Ten AC or SEC money. The ACC and Florida State hate each other, and it seems like they're to the petty part where they don't care if they win. They just want to make life miserable for the other. And in the meantime, Florida State's going to be playing in the ACC. That's what I was about to say. Drag this out longer so that way it forces Florida State to stay within a conference that they hate so brutally much. And, and they have to, right? They, until the NCAA crumbles, if they want a spot in the college football playoff, if they want a spot in the NCAA tournament, they have to play in the ACC. It's, it's a, or pay $572 million. Like it's a wild predicament. It's, um, or how about this? This is an all too common thing, right? Um, a couple moves in together, they break up, but they're still on like an 18 month lease, right? They just extended their lease, uh, and, and four weeks in one of them's caught doing something shady and they break up, but neither can afford the, the, the apartment on their own. So they have to live together. What are they going to do? Just make life miserable, right? They they're not cleaning up their dishes. Uh they're having parties. They're they're leaving all their their laundry in the dryer and making the other one take it out. Bringing they're, someone new over. Bringing someone new over. That might be the best way. It's it's all like it, this is not creative. Neither the ACC nor Florida State are being creative. They're not attacking it from a different angle. They're they're not seeing anything. They are simply following like paint-by-numbers. I don't like you. You don't like me. We have this discrepancy we're going to see out in court. Uh, How many objections can I throw at you? How many uh, discoveries can I throw at you? How many uh, billable hours can I give to your lawyers and our lawyers, but I don't care about that. I'll spend the money to make it miserable. And by the way, I still, and, and just to, to get back to, like, the, the, the nuts and bolts of it, I still don't see how Florida State's going to even consider winning this one. And, and if they do, guess what? The SEC or the Big Ten's going to be furious with them. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Florida State is working so, so unbelievably hard to, to break their grant of rights and get out of the ACC. And they even want the legal system, the court system, which is what this whole thing is about, to tell them that the ACC can't hold them to the grant of rights that they signed. Well, what do you think is the only thing holding Georgia and Alabama and and Texas A&M and Florida and, and LSU to the SEC? A grant of rights that they signed. So you think the SEC is going to be jacked up if you set a precedent for eliminating grant of rights? No, they're going to be like, wait a second. If the ACC can't hold Florida State to it, we can't hold Georgia to it. And they just established a precedent right there in the court system for everybody to see, right? Florida State versus SEC, case number one, 959 nine, or 497, whatever it is. That's not good for the SEC or for the Big Ten or for any conference. Heck, the SEC might be behind the scenes feeding ideas to the ACC. All right, here's what you're going to do: you're going to file another, appla- uh, another complaint, uh, and you're going to try to get everyone in Florida State off of your your uh, leadership positions, your leadership committees, because there's there's there, you know just, just just do it. ACC, listen to us, listen to li- li- listen to our big money lawyers. It's that serious, and it's that aggressive. And I'm here with popcorn, right? Because it's. I don't particularly like the way Florida State's handling things either, so I'm kind of Team ACC, right? If you want to rope a dope them, if you just want to uh, go into the middle of the, f- the, the the ring and brawl, you just better be the last one standing. You better be Rocky Balboa out there, ACC. In the meantime, I'm going to enjoy some high high-profile football games featuring the Florida State Seminoles and the ACC. Just feels like the ultimate legal scheme of chess versus checkers right now, I, ACC versus Florida State edition. Yes, yeah, yes, but also no, because it, it's it's. It's almost, I would say even, even ready for this analogy, buckle up. It's like tic-tac-toe where, you know, both sides are good and they're just going to tie every time because you, you know, like if you're playing tic-tac-toe with anyone that's like played tic-tac-toe before, yeah, all right, I'm blocky here. I'm blocky there. Oh, look at this. You didn't double me up. I win uh, or tie is what it, what it actually is. Um, I don't know if this is actually true. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's true. I, I've, I remember from my childhood. I used to live uh, in South Jersey, kind of near Atlantic City. There used to be like a competition where if you could beat a a I think it was a chicken at tic-tac-toe, then, uh, then you won like $10,000. And all they were, they were trained, there was like some pattern that they were trained to peck every single time. And it just ended in a, a stalemate every single time. That's all they could do, stalemate. Well, that's kind of what FSU and ACC is doing right now. They're going to court knowing it's going to be a stalemate every single time. It's not chess. It's not checkers because usually someone wins those games. This is just, hey, you, got, you, you want to go into the other room and uh, bash our heads against each other for, for the next six years? You also have fun playing those games. Neither of these two parties are having any sort of fun right now. Yeah, let's just go bang our heads against the wall. You want to do it? Cool. And then there's, like, people outside in the glass window, like a one of those one-way mirrors watching, going, they're really just banging their heads against the wall. Look at that. They must really not like each other.